High School Holla. Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. Time to talk now with a coaching icon in Chicago High School basketball on the H2S2 Coaches Chatter. Our guest, our special guest this morning is considered one of the iconic coaches, not only in the area of Chicago, some say nationwide. He led King High School to three state championships, and many long-term observers insist this was the state's most powerful team. With plenty of talent and plenty of depth, the team was anchored by two seven-footers. They troused Mike Miller's Rockford uh, team in in one of their state titles, 79-42. We'd like to welcome Landon Cox, our special guest on the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Brought to you by Luxperience Travel. Luxperience Travel. They put luxury in your travel experience. They also offer layaway travel plans and single parent trips. For more information and details, call 224-372-1172 or go online at luxperiencetravel.com, the official sponsors of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter segment. And like I said, we're about to talk to high school basketball royalty. We'd like to welcome Coach Landon Cox to the Coaches Chatter Show. Welcome, Coach Cox. How are you this morning? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great, Coach Cox. Coach, thank you for joining us. Um, Coach, just start by telling us, how did you begin your coaching career? Uh, Well, I started in 61 after I graduated from the University of Kentucky. Okay. And I came to, uh, I came to, I came to Chicago. I was really on my way to California uh, to play music, jazz music. I had no idea that I would be in the Chicago public schools, but we passed through Chicago. I was, and we ran out of money. A couple of uh, friends of mine, you remember a guy, a jazz musician by the name of Joe Anderson? Yeah. Uh, Center player. Well, we, we 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 were in the same class. Wow! And we were on our way to to California to play music, jazz music, and uh, uh, we just stopped by in Chicago because one of our friends uh, named Amos, he was he was from Chicago, and so we we went to some clubs in Chicago to see how they were playing music and, and we wanted to what we call money up <laughs> we played we played you know what that means so we we played in, in some clubs in Chicago for uh, for the whole summer and uh, uh, I mean they on Cottage Grove that was a club every every two or two or three stores front uh, that was a club uh-huh. we were playing seven days in, in, in two mad days so at the end of uh, um, August uh, one of my one the guy Amos who, who lived in Chicago say hey man we you guys are playing music but I 
I don't play music. I got to get a job. So he asked <laughs> us to take us take him down to the board of education one morning after, so he could uh, uh, try to get a job teaching. And we were waiting on him uh, uh, for his interview. Uh-huh. And after his interview, uh, the interviewer asked him about me. He said, what about your friend here? You know, uh, does he have, have a degree? And he said, yes, Freddie has a degree, and he has a double degree in music and physical education. Well, he asked me if I wanted to, if I wanted to teach. And I told him, no, I was on my way to, to California. And he said, well, I got a school over on 63rd and King Drive. It just opened. It's Dallas Elementary School. He said, if you just go over there and hold that position for two weeks until I get someone to teach over there, he said, he said, I'd be, I'd like for you to do that. So I thought about it. I thought about it. And in those days, we were money hungry. So, so you jumped we on the coach for two weeks. Went over there for two weeks and stayed ten years. <laughs> and that's how it started for you, huh? That's how it started. Now, coach, uh, were you always a basketball coach, or did you coach anything, uh, uh, any other sports? No, no, no. Basketball. My, my sport was baseball. Your sport I was, was baseball? baseball player. Baseball, yes. I, see, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. I live two blocks from Crosley Field. That's what it was then, Crosley Field, the Reds. Right. And and and, and in college, in college, in my after my sophomore year, uh, the Reds sent me to to uh, to Alabama to their spring camp. I was trying to play base, play pro baseball. Wow. I hurt my knee. And I was and I was playing music in college and playing baseball on the baseball team, and and, and played a little basketball too. But baseball was really my sport. So so, Coach Cox, was, did you I coach? Was, did you coach baseball in in uh, any high school baseball here in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. My my first my first job in the high schools was was baseball coach at Ropeson High School when Ropeson first opened. I was the, I was the uh, the first. Uh, High school um, uh, baseball coach over there. Wow! Uh, I did not know. I, I had my first player. My first player. My first player, and one of my best players was um, was uh, uh, Isaac Carter. You I, remember I, Isaac Carter? I do. I do recall Isaac Carter. Isaac, yeah, he's he's Isaac actually the, the athletic director at Dunbar right now. That's 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 right, and we sent him to, to to Princeton to play basketball. He graduated from Princeton uh, University. Now, Coach Cox, they say that Isaac Carter was a better baseball player than he was basketball. Is that true? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. If he got the first base, you you can forget it. He was still in second. Wow! Now, Coach Cox, you told me something I never knew. I did not know your first. High school job was a baseball coach, man. That's if that's real oh, interesting. Yeah. Real interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I coached uh, basketball in, in, in elementary school, 
but 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 high school uh, 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 my first high school job was a was it was a counselor and, and and a baseball coach. Now, Coach Cox, how did you at, at Ropes High School? How did you get over to King? Well, <laughs> well, I had Isaac Carter and Al Frederick Hughes. Uh, 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 Coming to, the, uh, I recruited them to come to go to uh, to come to um, um, Rolston High School uh-huh. as freshmen, and the principal promised me the job, you know, uh, in September, you know, you know. So I kept the team uh, all summer. I have, you know, they were on my frosty. We called them frost off then. Yeah, I remember that. And now they, freshmen and sophomores and, together. That's right. They were, they would call them frost off teams, and I kept that team also. I, you know, I, I coached them as on the frost off team, and they were getting ready to be juniors, and and uh, 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 the principal promised me the job in 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 September, and then when September rolled around, uh, <laughs> she backtracked on me and, and hired somebody else. So you had to pack your bags and move on. Well, well, I, 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 you know, basketball doesn't pay your bills. You understand? <laughs> I do understand that. Sir. And I had a, and I had a, and I was a counselor there. But uh, 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 after a while, King King tried to get me to come over there just as a basketball coach. But I wasn't going to be teaching at Rosen and, and coaching at King. I. I didn't want to do that. Yeah, I understand. So after that. a while, they they made me an offer that I could refuse. They had they had summer jobs then for for kids. Uh huh. And so uh, 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 the coach, the principal at King, promised me twenty twenty. No, he promised me twenty six twenty six uh, summer jobs for my kids. He promised me. Uh, Two sets of uniforms. He promised me uh, 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 lunch and breakfast and lunch for all of my kids, and and so and he promised me a job as a counselor at King, and so then I I went to King. Well, man. So, coach, tell me, uh, you've coached some of the most talented players in Chicago. How did you design King Jaguars to become a national powerhouse, not just a city powerhouse? You were guys were a national powerhouse. What was your style of play? Well, back then, uh, our style of play? Yeah. How would you describe how you guys played? Well, the thing that I did, I went to, I went to, uh, I went to a, a ton of clinics. I went to clinics all over the country. You know, and and it, at those clinics, I took a little whatever I could take from the clinic that that would help me. And then I took uh, the talents of my kids, and and I and I and I designed plays. Uh, uh, that would that that the kids could run. 
and I took the talents of the kids and I used all of their talents in all of my plays. And I had about, oh, I guess we had about, call them the Dirty 30. <laughs> and, and that's how it evolved. Well, I, uh, you heard of the Dirty 30. No, well, I heard of it, but I never knew what it meant. The well, Dirty it, 30. It, 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 between defense and offense, uh, we took the uh, 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 the best plays, and, and, and it just came out to be the 30, and then we just called them the Dirty 30. The Dirty 30. I like that. Now, Coach, right. I'm going I'm to... I'm I'm going to describe, I'm going to say some players' names to you. And I want you to describe some of your players that, that you, that you, that played for you. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say their names. You just tell me what type of player they were for you. Ephraim Winners. Okay. Ephraim Winners. One of the best centers that I have ever coached. Wow. The boy, the boy could, the boy could jump. He and he and uh, uh, I had another player like that, uh, Lavertis Robinson. They could they could jump to the top of the backboard with a dollar and and bring back change. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, here's another uh, one. Uh, Ephraim Winners. Ephraim Winners could shoot the ball. I mean, he could go to the top of the uh, three-point. Well, it wasn't it wasn't three-point pointers then, but he could go to the top of the circle and, and shoot the, the prettiest jump shot you have ever seen in your life. And he and he and another kid named Flip, uh, uh, they could rebound, rebound, rebound. Wow. You, well, here's another one for you, Marcus Liberty. He was one of the sweetest players that I had ever seen. He had he had a he had a small forward body, but he could handle the ball like a guard. He could he never met a shot that he, that, that he couldn't shoot or didn't like. <laughs> he was silky smooth. The only only problem I, I ever had with him was when he went to college. He wouldn't stay one more year. If he had one if he had stayed one more year, he would have been a millionaire today. Wow. Wow. Okay, here's another guard for you. Jamie Brandon. Jamie Brandon was the best scorer I ever had. He could contort his body all kinds of ways and make any shot. Yeah. Make any shot. The only, th- only, only thing that I had to teach him was to play defense. <laughs> he, he didn't like defense, coach. <laughs> Well, he didn't play defense much, much of the time. When in the championship, he was a freshman when, when 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 Marcus was a senior, and he and Johnny Selby, we were playing uh, uh, at the University of Illinois in the championship game, and 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 he was looking up at the clouds. He said, "Coach, look at all of those people up there. <laughs> Where did they come from?" <laughs> Wow! Yeah, we lost the we lost the East St. Louis, but East St. Louis had three Division One players on that team, and but Marcus scored forty two points in that game. Uh, I, here's another one. Now I'm gonna name two players because these two I think go hand in hand: Thomas Hamilton, okay. Thomas Hamilton, and Rashad Griffin. Well, everybody in Chicago thought. 
when I got those two, and he said, well, we're going to get one of those players because coach is not going to be able to play both of those scores at the same time. But uh, uh, Thomas Hamilton had, he had hands as soft as a baby's behind. He, had, <laughs> he could shoot that shot from the corner. He could dot your eyes from the corner. And they're, they're the best two, uh, besides Ephraim Wonders and, 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 and Flip. They're, they're two of the best uh, big players that I have ever had. Wow. Uh, now, Coach, don't, in fact, in fact, uh, in in fact, uh, 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 we had three state championships, but two of those state championships we went undefeated, and one of them we only lost one game. That was with the Burgess Robinson. We what? went undefeated twice. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Out of those three championships, you won in 1986, 1990, and 1993. So that's let me, correct. Let me let me ask you, going through all of that. Which one of those was your most memorable one? Was it the undefeated one? No. It was the one that we lost uh, uh, one game because Rock Island, when we, when we went to Rock Island, they fouled out everybody on my team, and the referee was the coach's uh, uh, brother-in-law. Get out of here! <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> That's the truth. In wow. Fact, in fact, he, I used to, you know, uh, they, they had a golf tournament every year at Batavia, and he always wanted to uh, play golf with with me. And uh, and and I always, I, I never wanted to play golf with him because I never forgot that one game. You know, you don't that- remember your wins, but you remember all your de- defeats. Much like in fact, uh, <laughs> uh, in fact, uh, in fact, he he died about uh, about about two or three months ago. The coach at Rock Island. Wow. So so you never remembered all the wins, but you remember that one loss. So I guess uh, Connecticut, the girls will remember last night against Mississippi State, huh? They'll remember that for the rest of their life. Wow. Now, Coach, you, you had a lot of people gunning for the King Jaguars. Who were your top three rivals that you went up against every year? Simeon and Marshall. Oh, yeah, back in the day, Marshall, Marshall, was, the, Marshall was a contender. They couldn't beat you guys, but they were, they were, they were next to you. Well, 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 well they, beat us, they beat us one time. They beat us one time on television. In fact, they made a movie out of it. Uh, that did, I was, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, AG. I'm telling you, you remember the defeat. <laughs> now, Coach, I, I got to ask you, back when you were coaching, there were only two divisions, correct? Um, there was Class A and Class AA, right? Right. Now, how do you feel about the them branching off to four different classes, uh, 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A? How do you feel about that? Well, back in the day, uh, 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 King and Semyon would have been one and two every year. Now I can believe that. I can strongly believe. It would have that. been one and two. I never, I never, <clears throat> I never prepared uh, for any team except Semyon. And what was that, Coach? And 
because they had the best. They had the best team. They had the best coach. So you had you had to do a Bob little. Bob Hamburg was one of the best coaches. Yeah. But Bob Hamburg, he won he won the uh, the state championship before I did. Now, coach, this and, year, and, and if I and if I could beat Simeon, I could beat anybody. You could beat anybody. <laughs> Just chalk it up, That's right? right. <laughs> now, coach, and we did beat anybody. Now, coach, this year you and I had the pleasure of sitting courtside at Chicago State and watching uh, the city uh, championships take place. Uh, I know you and and Simeon's head coach, current head coach, right now. Robert Smith, uh, are, are, uh, you're like a mentor to him, as he as he says in a, a few interviews I've done with him. Now, how did you think? Of, what did you think about uh, basketball back then compared to what you what we watch today? I don't like. <laughs> I don't like to do that because it was a di- different brand of basketball. Okay. Okay. Back in back in back in the day, uh, uh, and I don't mean to hurt anybody by saying this, but I'm just telling the truth. Uh, uh, Speak on it, Coach. Simeon had Simeon had superior athletes back in the day. Mm-hmm. They had better athletes today than they have today. And and King did too. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know anybody could. Match up with with Ephraim Williams, right? Stop Barker Liberty or Jamie Brandon, or outbeat rebound Lavertus Robinson, or, 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 or outshoot Jamie Brandon. You know, we we just had better athletes back back in the day, and the kids were different back in the day. They were more they, physical, they were, they right? Were, they they were disciplined, and and then now in in, in this day and age, AAU. Has taken over, you know. They, you know, we talk more fundamental back in the day than, than they do now. Not because, and it's not the coach's fault, but the coach don't have them during the summer. You right. Know, you know, the kids want to travel and they want to go this place and that place, and, and I do my thing over here, and you do your thing over there, and 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 it wasn't as much team play. Oh, you right, know, right. We, you know, I, I had my kids for the whole year, year, you know, and in the summertime, you know, if I, if, if, if they went somewhere to play, they always remembered the king came first. <laughs> Whatever activities king had, that came first, and everything else takes second place. That's right. Well, coach, we talk about uh, to some of the other coaches we've had on the show about the coaching challenges. Uh, that they've experienced what are some of the ca- challenges of coaches that you had to go through uh, uh, challenges of coaching that you had to go through well my, my challenge my challenge was uh, education based I, I always told my kids uh, uh, if you want to play a king you got to go to class and you got to you got to you, you got to sit in the front row, and you in class. You, you had to have your pencil and paper uh, uh, ready for class. And 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 I always promised the mothers that if they let their kids come to King, I promised them one thing. I promised them if they do like I asked, that I I promised them I would send them to a 
college of some kind. It might not be their choice, but I promised them I would get them a a full scholarship, and they wouldn't have to pay anything to go to go to school. It might not be it might not be Duke. It might not be uh, the University of Kentucky, but it'd be free. They would get in. You got that right. (laughs) In fact, they. And, and, and they would have a job at the school, and they wouldn't have to worry about taking the, the little girls to, uh, to, to to the movies on the weekend and and that sort of thing. I love it. I love it. So, Coach, so, it, it, uh, it, go ahead, Coach. And I kept my promise. I, I, listen, I, I've got I've got uh, six guys that are principals or assistant principals in Chicago right now. Now. Now, Coach, is that some of the rewards of coaching? Seeing seeing your that's, guys go on in life, even outside of, re- of that? That's, re- that's, that's the rewards of going to class and graduating <laughs> with good GPAs. Now, what's the rewards of coaching for you? Well, I like to compete. I, I like competition. I don't like to lose, but I like to compete. In fact, a lot of games on television, I see, I, I turn the channel because the guys aren't competing, you, you know. Right. They're just out there making money or they just, you know. In fact, I, I don't go to a lot of, uh, I don't go to a lot of high school games because the games are not the same. Because the competition is not as high as it was back in the day. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. So, Coach, when did you decide to pass the torch and walk away from coaching? Well, I, I, when they started, when they started, when the Chicago Board of Education started uh, closing schools and changing schools and and you couldn't get players and that sort of thing, I knew it was time for me to go. Right. And after all, I, I gave I gave the school forty four years. That was time. I had, you know, I, I, I was I went to school. I went and got my masters. I got then I went to school and got another masters, and I was at the top of the scale. And, and I wasn't gonna make any more money, so it, it was just time. Right. It's time to do something else, you know. Well, well, Coach Cox, over the year, over your your coaching career, you've influenced a, a whole entire city. You've influenced many coaches across the nation. You developed a strong following as a mentor to some of the current coaches in that are coaching high school basketball today. And you, you know, you had a citywide fan base who cheered who cheered you on during your coaching career. I would like to give you an opportunity. I know you might have done it once before before stepping away from coaching, but I'd like to give you another opportunity to say what you will to the people that supported you over the years. What would you like to say to them on the air right now? I just, I, I, I just like to say this: uh, Chicago is my city now, and education is the way. There is no other way that I know. Education is the way. And, and there are no many good things happening after 8 o'clock at night. Education is the way, and there are no good things happening after 8 o'clock at night. Wow. Wow. 
That's deep there, Coach. Coach, I have to just tell you, man, I truly, truly appreciate this opportunity to talk to you. Also, before I let you go, we had another coach who uh, uh, told us, Coach Jordan told us to say hello to you. So I do, I'll be remiss if I didn't do that on, on Coach Jordan's behalf. But, Coach, this has been an extreme honor of mine. And I want to thank you for being a special guest on the High School Hall of Sports talk show. And, man, Coach, you're iconic always to us. Thank you very much, Coach. Dylan, I said hello and thank you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Landon Cox, that was awesome. That was awesome. High School Hall